2: first show
3: the Nikki Glazer podcast
2: here's Nikki hello everyone thank you for listening to the show today or every day that you do listen if you're new welcome it's the Nikki Glazer podcast your uh, daily Monday through Thursday dose of whatever the hell is on my mind good lord uh yeah we're gonna have some fun this week I'm so excited to just you know usually when I get home from LA or some kind of like big thing I think the last big thing I did was um the iHeart awards I went out there for that and then uh, on top of that is just a bunch of running around LA trying to fit in comedy sets and podcasts and please remember me industry I'm someone who should be working and and am i important and please don't forget me even though i live in st louis that kind of just like hysteria of like trying to get on everything say yes to everything say yes to the dress which is what i did with my stylist that led me to wearing that green dress i said yes that's a new say yes to the dress it's just getting women who are scared of being perceived as trying to look hot to just admit that it's okay to want to look hot that's my new say yes to the dress it's empowering women who think that they have to pick a lane to uh, lean into their sexual side and not feel guilt about it or shame because other women who wish they could do the same thing are going to make you feel bad about it because either they don't have, they can't do it. Because I used to do the same thing of like hate on, I don't even know how I got on this topic. There's no plan. let me Is this news to anyone that I have no plan when I do these things? Uh, my biggest fear Let me just say before I continue, is that people skip over the part with me, just me alone. Sometimes Noah comes in if I can shut up for three seconds. Which, uh, Noah, how are you today? Never mind, I don't care. (laughs) That was just, (laughs) just (laughs) people like Nikki. You're the worst. No, I love when I get to talk to you, Noah. But I rare, you know, it's here and there. But my biggest fear, Noah, is seriously like I remember people and i am even reluctant to say this because it's so rude and i remember thinking it was funny at the time but when wtf first came on the scene or gained immense popularity with mark maron people used to make a joke i heard some joke that there was an app that would skip the first 10 or 15 minutes where he just talks and i remember mark hearing that or like hearing that kind a lot of comics were making that joke of like you skip it till you get to the guest and I used to even make it but it wasn't true for me I always liked his monologizing at the beginning because it always was like very vulnerable and led to things that he probably didn't want to admit and I just got a lot more when he was just it was like stand-up you know and uh and so that's my biggest fear is that people are like I always skip Nikki's first 10 minutes and so if you do just never tell me please because I won't think it's funny um so that being said uh yeah, I used to judge. I still do when girls are like hot because I go like, oh, my God, they're just like trying to be hot. And that's my first instinct. Now it's not even my first instinct. It used to be my first instinct. And then I would eventually get to a place of like, let's be honest, you're just like kind of jealous that you are, are don't have the balls to wear something like that and not care what people think. And you're more you're angry not, right now, not because she's being slutty or being a thirst trap, but because she has something that you don't in terms of like not caring what people think and that's what you wish. So if anyone out there relates to that and you can pretty much put that on anything, you know, when people get mad at you about something, try to figure out what it is that they're really mad about because it's generally they're just jealous that they they can't do what you are doing And, and it validates them not doing it if they get to make fun of you for doing it. Much like I realize my... A lot of my resentment towards Andrew for being silly and doing dumb things and saying weird things is that he takes chances comedically that I am too scared to take. And so if I make fun of him for it, it revalidates the fact that, like, I'm right to not take those chances because look how embarrassing it is. Nikki makes fun of you in front of everyone when really that is just a sad uh, point of view. So I try to stay ahead of that thought. Anyway, this weekend. So fun. Um, so fun—a mixture of fun and not fun. But let me just say that yesterday, I had a really sad day. No, I asked you how you were today, and you answered me honestly. You were like, "I'm okay," because some days you're like, "Good," and then the other yeah. days you're like, "I'm okay." So why the "I'm okay"? I mean, you kind of got into it, but your boyfriend's out of town, right? Yeah. Fiance, so sorry. his
3: his um his grandmother passed away, and then this morning. Um, a good friend of mine texted me that her cat has a blood clot and she has to put her down. So it's just like a lot of death.
2: Yeah. Well, that's and that brings up feelings of you lost your dog last year. I know how hard that is. So it's probably rem- oh. remind, not if you weren't reminded of it now, I just reminded you of it. But, you know, it's Thanks. all like those kinds of things. And sure. grandma's dying happens obviously it's not as tragic as like if you were to say his mom not just because of the closeness because he might be as close to his grandma as his mom i don't know that but grandparents you go okay this is a man who's in his late 30s i would guess mm-hmm. it's time to lose that's when grandparents go i'm i can't even believe he still has I grandparents can't. right right um yes. but it's still sad because it's death and it sucks and uh and you were alone this weekend and kind of maybe thinking about those things a little too much so you're like kind of Hung over from
3: it? Well, I woke up um, the other night, just like in the middle of the night, thinking like, whoa, what's it gonna feel like when I die? Hmm. What's that gonna be? Let's say, you know, I was in the same situation where I was slowly dying. You know, like, just, I don't know. And I had to just kind of get rid of that and not think about it. But as we age, I wonder if people think more and more
2: about it. They do. I, I, I know whenever I get in that state, I can only say what I do is... I remember that first and foremost, I read somewhere, couldn't maybe be true, maybe not. Your brain won't let you think about death for too long. It will find a way to get out of it because it's too much of an existential crisis that you can't, you don't want to, your brain literally can't think about death for longer than like a minute or like your mortality. I think there's some like, I, I read that in some place that I like trust. I don't read science journals, but you know, Reddit, it. And um, I read it on Reddit. And so that's interesting. So you can let yourself go there and know that your brain will naturally find a way out of it because it's too much. I have that sometimes when I get a little bit too high or maybe it's the wrong mixture of getting stoned and my meds and like just, you know, and life. Something that I see on TV or a song I'm listening to or a person on the street I pass that with when I'm walking Luigi that looks near death, and then I get um, that t- thing. What I always try to remember that helps me is that if you struggle with the anxiety of death, um, is that before you were born, you don't know what that was like. Like before you shot into existence, you have no memory. You weren't here. You were essentially dead before your parents, your, before your dad went, uh, and your mom went, oh, 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 yeah, keep coming, keep going. Like, and then laid on her back and put her legs up in the air, whatever it was. Or maybe you were an accident or maybe you were adopted. But anyway, even if you were adopted, let's be honest, your parent, someone came. And um, so before that happened, first of all, you weren't even in existence You didn't have uh, consciousness until who knows when. I don't, do people know when babies get consciousness? I think it's almost like you can do weird things like babies don't remember and whatever. It doesn't matter. But because there was a time when you don't remember when you before you were born, you were essentially dead. You can kind of think of death as that way. Like you weren't, we're not scared of before we were born. When our parents met, hearing stories, we're not like, oh my God, what? So thinking about that, anything that happens after you're gone the same way as it's, and and it could just be before you're born again. You know what I mean? I truly believe in like reincarnation, And why did I say truly? Because I don't truly. I truly, the word truly, I used like the alcoholic seltzer um, in which I, I, it doesn't mean anything. I don't really believe in it. I want to believe in um, reincarnation, which gives me more empathy for animals that I don't eat or want to help because, or bugs that I don't want to kill because that could be me. And not that this grasshopper has any. I don't really believe that grasshoppers or how centipedes have the same kind of like, I like my life and I don't want to die kind of things, but they do. I mean, every animal doesn't want to die. Um, I think is essentially why the, is just built into the fabric of your being. He- However, um, thinking about death is also the other thing that helps me is not listening to podcasts where the podcast host has no idea what she's talking about in regards to these things, but these <laughs> things do help me is that I also think when I, I'm scared of death, I think about the fact that every single person ever has been through it and will go through it, and so can I. Because I've done things that other people cannot do and haven't been able to do, and I've been you know brave enough to do those things. Whoever you are, no matter what you do, you've done things that other people can't do. However, dying is something that everyone has done. You can do it too. And that really helped me when I was scared of kissing boys and having sex i was like everyone you know has done this you know not everyone there's asexual people but like you will you'll get to that point and you'll figure it out or a bridge will fall on you and you'll be disintegrated in point zero 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 one seconds and you won't feel it at all and so it'll be a shock which i hope is how i go i don't want to have that moment of oh my god dead and i also, I would rather just I would rather either die slowly, which I know sounds terrible. And obviously, I'm not like wishing that God, please don't take that. I would like to know when I'm going to go so I could euthanize myself in Portland or Sweden. Those are like the two places I know that allow you to do that. Or I would like to go um, in a very quick way. I do say I do recall being hit by a car in 2013. Thought it was the end for me. The only time I ever thought it was the end. Saw the car coming, knew it was going at a speed in which it could kill me, knew I wasn't going to be able to get out of the way. And my last and final words were, my final thought was, I'm not joking you, what I thought I was going to think, what I was thinking when I thought I was going to die was, I can't believe these are your last words. And what was I saying when the car was coming at me? No, 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 no. And I put my hand out like it was like someone about to drop a drink. Or like a baby that was about to spill a drink on the side of a table and like, you know, that's like, no, 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 oh, the milk's going to spill. That's and I remember thinking, bitch, these are your final words. And then my next thought was you're in the street and your dress is over your head and everyone can see you in a thong on 10th Avenue. And this is humiliating. You should get up not you've been hit by a car and maybe you are concussed and that but it was embarrassing to have my head uh skirt over my head so that's what i think about with death i hope that helps you i hope maybe you pass it along to people in your life who struggle with thoughts of death and one last thing that i can turn you towards is a new podcast by sam harris and ricky gervais called mm, uh, just look up ricky gervais sam harris podcast whether or not you like those two people, they put they put together a podcast where Ricky asks these questions. What's it called, Noah? I know you're looking it up.
3: It's called Absolutely Mental.
2: Yes, that's what I was going to say. Absolutely Mental. It's $14.99 for the entire series. I think there's like 12 podcasts, 10 or 12. Which... Um, Sam Harris does have a business model where you can pretty much get everything for free. If you can't afford it, if you just write in, I don't know if you know about that. It's something that I want to adopt at some point with my, when I make enough money to support people who can't afford things so that they can still have things. And then the people that pay can support the ones that don't. It's a good system. However, um, there is a podcast episode. I just listened to his podcast yesterday, Sam's own podcast. And he said, check out Ricky and my, me, we have a new podcast. And someone on the Sam Harris forum on Reddit was like, "I can't believe you have to. If you pay for Sam Harris's podcast, Making Sense, his like original podcast, why why don't you get the Ricky one for free?" And someone wrote, when Sam Harris, when you bought one of Sam Harris's books, do you expect to get all of his books for free? Slam dunk. Suck it. Suck it. You have to pay for things that you want that are entertainment that people put work into. Not this podcast, though. This is free. Just listen to the commercials. Try to make them entertaining for you. However, there's one podcast where it says, why do we care? Why are we scared of death? Is the topic that Ricky and Sam get into. And I bet you anything that that podcast if you struggle with this which a lot of people do that podcast will help you because those guys both come at it from a very logical perspective and also one that uh sam will have some scientific reasoning that and he's done a lot of psychedelics and seen things that uh will help you i guarantee it and uh, i'm gonna listen to it at some point but if you're in desperate need for uh, solace From the fact that we're all gonna die um give that a listen it's uh absolutely mental and i haven't even heard it yet but uh, side unseen let's get andrew in here
0: hacks is back for season three and so is the official hacks podcast in each episode hacks creators lucia and yellow paul w downs and jen stadsky speak with cast and crew members to unpack the emmy-winning comedy series
2: Know what to do. Get warm weather ready with Quince. Go to quince.com/nikki for free shipping on your order and 365-day returns. That's Q-U-I-N-C, I N C E quince.com/nikki to get free shipping and 365-day returns. quince.com/nikki.
1: Tired of hair removal tools that just don't cut it? Conair Girl Bomb gives you smooth, flawless results while putting you firmly in control. From achieving that silky smooth skin to boosting your inner confidence.
2: fun night out in your town which it's probably in your town because these shows used to just be in LA and now they're all over the country 150 cities in Canada the US and the UK don't tell comedy is the best thing for you to go out and explore and do you're going to see amazing new comedians you're going to see pop-ins from famous comedians you've seen the clips online be a part of the experience live in person and do it on me guys get tickets at don't and then use the code Nikki for 20% off your first show 20% off that's freaking good hey andrew good morning good morning how'd you sleep buddy
0: <laughs> i slept good oh you know i was doing an away game
2: yeah you played an away game how was that
0: Oh, sex on the floor
2: sex Ooh. on the floor you Why? ever do that wait doesn't she have hardwood floors she there was garden.
0: hardwood all right oh my god you know what i mean i think <laughs> I did. no honestly i just i I, the bed she has a roommate
2: yeah and the bed, the bed bed's too, too
0: loud room. so we went to the makes floor so much
2: noise oh. was it against the wall why don't you scoot it away from the wall because is it the wall that it's hitting no it the no no st- it's, structure not the itself? it's the structure itself mm, yeah
0: yeah you know you got to build better st- why don't they make beds that are because for just are people that fuck
2: well i was on my desk yesterday <laughs> having whoa a Zoom what were you meeting. doing up oh hardwood <laughs> uh i was on my desk just, you know, uh, on a meeting and I kept hitting it with my knee and the whole thing shakes. And it's a it's a desk I got from Target. I got it put together by a task it was very manageable, like very good. But it just it just has a movement to it. And I go, you know what? When fucking George Washington was writing the <laughs> Declaration of Independence, which he didn't do. But, you know, like I was thinking of some like person. things used to be made sturdy. Really, the craftsmanship. It used to be great. Burrow, for instance, makes great furniture. Burrow, I remember my Task Rabbit putting it together. I got a bunch of furniture from Burrow. And he was like, I've never put together such good stuff. Because in the age of cheap shit in Ikea, things teeter and totter and I'm sick of it. And beds need to be sturdy so you can bang yeah. and not make a whole bunch of noise. When so
0: George Washington would take out his wood teeth to go down on his wife. Yeah. There was no noise on that bed. When he would declare
2: his independence from her pussy and then come all over her, like... <laughs>
0: I, I guess pulling out is yeah. declaring
2: independence.
0: Yes, it, it's the. I and mean, by the I way, think Declaration of
2: Independence. I know that he did not have a. Did he have a? No, the Constitution. No, he didn't do that. The Constitution was later. It sounds like no, you're, nothing, and I don't really care. Yeah, I, it would give be great if uh, I figuring out.
0: Can someone take that whatever Nikki just said and make it like a debate? Like I feel like you could do a debate where
2: I would win and prove to you that Benjamin Franklin no you're set sail on the. <laughs> You know, Pinta n- Maria, n- Nina Pinta, Santa Maria, in a pinto, in a pinto with a pinto bean. Um, Yeah, my ge- We know that I know nothing uh, about. And I know nothing. History. John Hancock. Okay, <laughs> get to Herbie Hancock. Yeah. yeah. Um. Uh, oh my god! I was laughing so hard this weekend when I heard Conan O'Brien's podcast. You guys, I'm so sorry. If you want to get in a good mood, and I know you laugh a lot on this one, I'm almost annoyed because on Reddit podcasts, where it has people talking about podcasts, I love Reddit subreddit podcasts because it's just podcast fans. Which you, I'm talking to you right now. If you love podcasts and listen to a ton, Reddit podcast turns you onto the coolest, different, weird podcasts. But also, they like have their faves. I've never been mentioned on one, and I don't want to mention my own because it might get it's 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 a conflict of. It, interest, but yesterday someone asked
0: It's like P. Rose betting on his own team Yeah, yeah I want to
2: put people to know Someone goes, I just want a light everyday conversation with two friends who just shoot the shit and I'm like, <laughs> I'm searching for anyone listing my show and it's no one I go, why isn't Reddit Podcast? Into what I do. I'll take the blame. Uh, I need you to get a Reddit account so you can say, hey, I, I might just do it as Nikki Glazer because I have a Nikki Glazer one. Anyway, Conan O'Brien's podcast made me laugh so hard this weekend because he was talking about he, there's this series he did last year. If you just want to, it's just him and his host. If you're a podcast listener, as you are, that li- likes to listen to hosts with no guests, I'm kind of over. I guess some guests I like, but I like podcasts where it's just friends. This is why I built this one. It's the thing I like to listen to where you don't have too many new guests and like your host like kind of changes. It's like when your mom and dad have guests over and you have to like act different. It's just like, "No, I just want it to be like the way you are all the time." Conan did a thing called Summer S'mores with um his co-host Matt Gourley and uh his assistant/co-host um uh, uh sona um, a and it is so funny they did it last summer there's eight episodes i think and they just shoot the shit and talk and conan was doing you just reminded me of it when you said herbie hancock He was talking about being cool with the kids and he's like i know what the kids are listening to cole porter like he, he just <laughs> his way of saying cole porter made me laugh so loud on the street people stared i speaking of the street Loving our neighborhood right now during the summer. Haven't been more happy. It's like I live in the goddamn West Village of New York with how lively and fun the Central West End of St. Louis is. If you're a St. Louisan and you want to see me and Andrew out and about, that's where you go, Central West End. (laughs) We live nearby. We are on the streets. Uh, We get recognized uh, often. It feels great. We went to the baseball game on Thursday, on Friday night, got recognized a ton. It was so fun. Well,
0: Friday night was hilarious because we go to go to a restaurant and we walked down. There's a, there's a blues band that I was really into. They were a little loud, loud for your ear.
2: Too loud. <laughs> they were great. I mean, it was like really good I just love
0: Nikki's like, okay, we're going to have to find a restaurant far away from this brass.
2: It was like the <laughs> It was the loudest But thing. that's like
0: the fun of it. It's no, supposed no, no, to be no. loud. You're outside. It's not like I deafening. Understand.
2: No, it was. If you got too close to it, it really was like I have. I'm glad it was to me because I feel like I've... Uh, a lot of damage from listening to my headphones too loud in yeah. my ears and going to concerts and sitting close up to the thing. I, I want to start carrying stuff in my,
0: like white noise kind of like, um, or, uh,
2: you know, uh, ear. What are the foam things that you put in your ears? You know what I'm saying? Saying earplugs, earplugs. Thank you. I want to carry butt plugs and earplugs with me in my <laughs> fanny pack, my new birthday <laughs> fanny pack that I got from Andrew, which by the way, people have written me and been like, did you really like it? Did you really? One person did. And I I literally can't... I'm wearing it right now and I didn't even plan on wearing it. I just love it so much because it just keeps... Every moment you go, where's my phone? Where's my thing? It's like, it's on you, bitch. It's always on you. So I wear it in the shower. Uh, that would be hilarious if I did and I might. Please um, do.
0: I think it's waterproof.
2: I love it so much. I'm going to get another one in a different color too because sometimes this doesn't match my outfit but I do... I love fanny packs. It's like my new thing. Thank you, Andrew, for getting me the gift that I didn't know I needed which is the best gift. So... um. What was oh earplugs? Yeah, I'm. I, I think we all need to carry earplugs because it's really, um, it's really bad. Like the, it was crazy how loud it was. So we went to a restaurant.
0: Yes, we went to one. First of all, if you're in the hookah, do what you got to do. I there's a lot of hookah
2: going hate on. Hate hookah. And they can smoke I it hate inside. Hookah
0: so much. It's
2: tobacco. Much. I don't understand why they can smoke it inside, Luigi. What does hookah
0: do for you? What does it do? Some people say it's like it a relax. Oh, uh, well, I fucking hate hookah. Well, it's such it's 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 vape, but it makes it like cool and like an ambiance well here's the thing vaping, it's just as dumb as wine and
2: alcohol it honestly it's it's just as dumb as anything no Weed. but but drinking
0: doesn't fuck with me you could drink it, though
2: yes it does though I because when people eat. get too drunk it they get loud and annoying at a table next to you however and then you hookah, put the butt plug in hookah is the last to go <laughs> in st louis st louis was the last to uh <laughs> i liked it i mean actually i didn't get it but i didn't mean to like scoot over whatever joke just made you laugh that you said
0: no it was good People you, will call Why right would you put back. the butt plug in Well, That was the joke that About you would, what Because people get too drunk and loud Instead of earplugs You're putting the butt plug oh, The left it. turn okay. Was a call back well, to well, I don't you know what it, it, it would
2: accomplish With the butt plug in That would make you so You less don't fuck annoyed. the guy probably But you want to fuck a guy That's annoying <laughs> No and loud? the
0: point was The left turn Obviously it's the earplug, So I went with butt plug
2: Got it got it um, It would have made more sense If a butt plug would really Actually help you in that circumstance But instead it doesn't But it's still a good joke I, I'll let it slide Slide Yeah Right up my ass <laughs> Not if you have earplugs on. I'll put the lube in my fucking. uh, (laughs) What? What? Okay. So (laughs) hookah is annoying, but it's the last vest, it's the last thing that St. Louis is. Clinging onto and a lot of places are, it, it's it's tobacco essentially, but it's flavored and it has a good smell. People like it, I believe, because it gives you this high. I mean, tobacco gives you a high. When I have a cig, when I had my one cigarette in the ten, I think it's been over. It's been like twelve years since I quit smoking. Since you were cool. And I had one cigarette one time. Yeah. And it like since then, and it gets you high the first thing, and then it tastes terrible. But yeah, tobacco gets you high. And when I smoke, um, when Sherrod Small used to roll joints or blunts, and I would smoke them outside the comedy store, I'd be like, Sherrod, you have the best weed i'd get so excited when i saw him because my body was like whatever he has it's it makes you feel good and then i realized it's tobacco it's tobacco and weed and i was wanting that so it's tobacco but But,
0: you don't blow that smoke while i'm trying to eat falafel but the
2: thing is back in the 80s smoking was everywhere and now suddenly we're like i can't stand it let me just tell you a quick story that i did over the weekend that i want i i first of all i have to share this thing that i got from this girl and i will get to everything i was can i
0: just tell you why hookah's worse than cigarettes please you don't the amount of smoke that comes out of a hookah is almost three times the totally. thick of a cloud. I don't want to have to f- fly through a cloud to get to a bite of a gyro. I just don't want it. But
2: I will say that hookah outside. smells better than cigarettes for N- sure.
0: I don't agree. I think it has like that weird, like, like fake, like, like pla- It's like you're smelling plastic somehow. I don't okay. know. Just, I hate it. Yeah. Anyways, yeah. Well, their
2: own for sure. Yeah, eat them up. Um, I wanted to share. It was the sweetest thing I got, but it was a girl. I saved it, and then I can't find it. Oh, here we go. It says, hi, Nikki. This is from Emma. Just wanted to let you know that I've been a longtime listener, and you've meant to too much to me and helped me so much to me and you've helped me through your throughout your podcast I'm in the car stopped for a train and it made me think of you before I would get infuriated by being stopped by a train now because of you it doesn't bother me in the slightest now I just think that this is happening for a reason and overall this just doesn't matter and doesn't make sense to get pissed over I have never received a better message than that because I say this shit all the time and I try to practice it but the fact that someone didn't get annoyed at a train and go con I'm gonna be late and I'm this train is so long that is such a fucking miracle. And I did it the other day with smoking. We were at my bref- my birthday, um, my pre-birthday sushi restaurant. Did I tell the story about the woman smoking next to us? We were getting sushi outside. And this homeless woman came. And she's a local homeless woman. I've seen her a lot. She almost doesn't look homeless because she probably has like enough. She had a cigarette. So she sits down next to our table. We're outside. I'm with my dad. I'm with Andrew. Andrew and dad are... Their backs are to this woman, so they don't see her sit down, but I see her sit down at a table. She's homeless. She's obviously not eating there. She's just kind of like in her own head, kind of swaying back and forth. She lights a cigarette. She doesn't look like she's been having a good day. She's homeless, like clearly. She lights a cigarette, and I see, I know for sure, I'm like, check, I do the wind thing. I lick my finger. I'm like, shit, it's going to blow cigarette smoke towards Andrew and my dad. And my dad, more so than Andrew's anger at hookah, my dad hates cigarette smoke so much even mm-hmm. though my dad smoked for like 20 years okay and he used to smoke inside it's probably
0: triggering for him uh,
2: he just hates it and his mom died of lung cancer your mom has uh uh COPD COPD because cop D COPD I call it cop D she she got that cop dick yeah she that does. makes the herd illness sound a lot
0: less. cop D She's, you want to cop it your mom got
2: that cop dick
0: you want to cop it yeah so, so yeah the cigarette smoke I didn't know who was smoking So
2: so this is what happened And it was you I mean, This is not an embarrassing story for anyone So my you I see you smell it first And you kind of look behind you And you don't say anything And then my dad sees it And it's kind of like oh, You know and just like does the Like obnoxious wave So what would normally happen In this circumstance is that he would make a big stink of it The waiter would come over Or he would go grab someone And go There's a woman smoking here She's not eating And like complain Because she didn't look homeless Like it wasn't a situation Where it was like the, And I said And this wasn't me being like I'm Mother Teresa Because Actually Mother Teresa Wasn't a good person
0: She was a big it. smoker
2: She was She was actually like Not a good person It's crazy If you look into it So anyway uh, I don't think I'm Mother Teresa But I Because I am a good person No I uh, Said to them I go Listen This woman is I go I go I know this cigarette smoke's annoying. I hate cigarette smoke so much; it get, triggers me, my migraines. I said, "This woman is homeless," and I'm talking at this because she's right there. I go, "She's homeless. She probably never has a place to sit where, like, she feels safe, like where she feels like a human being. She's not sitting on the sidewalk. This is actually like a table where no one's gonna bug her because they, she might be a, a diner, and like the, the restaurant was so busy that they weren't really checking. I go, let her have this moment. It'll be cigarettes don't last more than three minutes." When you're a homeless woman That's smoking to feel anything Other than being homeless Let's just like get through it I go dad You went through your are enti- Up until the 90s Surrounded by smoke Constantly on airplanes We can deal with Outside this woman next to us And the thing was Everyone calmed down and it wasn't because I was, like, yelling at someone. Too. I was just like, can we just, like, be a little bit compassionate and understand that this woman, that's the, her one respite of the day she got this cigarette. And I, it didn't even take this long. I think it took two seconds to say it. Everyone calmed down. It was a little bit annoying. And then she magically gets up and leaves. Not because she heard me, but, like, it resolved itself without, and before she finished the cigarette, without having to be this thing where this woman felt sad and shamed. So these minor inconveniences... Yesterday, Luigi tugged on my arm and I dropped another full latte that I just paid six dollars and eighty seven cents for. And it spilled all over the sidewalk, burning hot. Thank God it didn't get on him everywhere. And I just didn't care. I mean, this I don't even recognize the person that doesn't go. "Ah, ah," And that I just don't even recognize her. And that is what I got from that message from that girl is that you can really take these things in life that you feel so victimized by. And by all means, I am not always like this. You've heard me on the podcast, not be this like gentle with life, but when you can let it in and you can let these little m- minor inconveniences that seem like the end of the world, you can literally just, they kind of disappear on their own faster than they would if you made them a big thing. So thank you to Emma for writing that in. Cause it reminded me not to get mad at trains and traffic and all the things. And, um,
0: you know what? I'm not mad at hookah anymore.
2: Well, hookah you can be mad at Because <laughs> no, I definitely no, I I, I, but, yes. but the other uh, night it was interesting Because you you were like I'm not going to eat at this restaurant That was very busy And in like a really cool section Because the guy next to us Was just puffing out the hookah I mean, Like a, you know, like the Pope he, They just announced yeah, a new Pope
0: The other thing too Is I can handle once I, one cigarette Like I know she's not going to Hookah, it's, it's an hour of just pure yes. smoke And it's it was right next ch- to us Yeah, but So we
2: went to this other restaurant That had the same kind of food Less crowded And, uh there was my andrew salmon in.
0: incident and i took that very calm salmon incident remember i go
2: oh yeah we went oh, I, we, so, oh my
0: god I, so we had a waiter no we I went said, to
2: another place first yes we went
0: to another place it wasn't and they crowded. never came
2: out to we sat there us. for 15 minutes and they never they didn't come out to help us so we would and andrew had gone in to talk to the girl she was very busy we didn't make a stink about it by the way i tr- i called them yesterday to get takeout the girl answered the phone She was like Can you hold please I listened to her being like Yeah I need to block a lot And I need to get this Okay do you want Also do you want to ring that as credit And I just hung up the phone Being like This girl doesn't need another order They don't
0: have enough people in there I know It's a Friday night Taste of
2: Lebanon Get on it Just get more throw
0: pe- one more guy in there
2: We'll never so, get to ex- So we went to this other place Called that-
0: Kingside Diner mm-hmm. And I love Kingside Diner I'm a mm-hmm. big fan mm-hmm. And we got a waiter Who was very like distracted And like he had He had a lot on his plate I get it I empathize for him But he's a waiter That decides not to write down your order and i said to nikki i go look just i don't like these waiters not writing down the order i just mm-hmm. feel like they don't get it right especially when it's like a little bit like switched up whatever you substitute some things i get the ego i get the time management <laughs> i get all of that and yes. I, and then you said to me you go well i worked at a restaurant i didn't write things down and i was able to do it unless it was like can i
2: show you this so anyway
0: yeah, the guy. So the guy. So I, I complain about this. Nikki goes, you know, I did this. Blah, blah blah. Next thing I know, my salmon. I ordered a salmon walk on the plank. It's the pirate special. Yeah, he ordered
2: like the walk on the plank. I go, what is that? And he couldn't tell me because it had meat in it. I think you were avoiding telling. No, me No, it's salmon. Okay.
0: I don't mind. So anyway, so then, I get
2: my food. See, Andrews is delayed. Literally twenty five minutes. The one that
0: has to substitute and you take out this and you put in this. He nailed it. Perfect.
2: I wonder why he nailed it. Why don't you read that message I got the next day.
0: Oh, my God. So, sorry DM. we, we ro- royally fucked up your meal tonight. I had way, worked he, there he, for a total of seven hours before, and I know now this that guy's courses going aren't off a book. thing there. He's going off-menu without writing things cool. down
2: after working for seven hours. That guy's taking some risks.
0: I did say I had empathy for him. I could tell oh, that yeah, he's been did. through some shit, but my salmon... He just He, he forgot He then, forgot it completely And then he
2: kind of like Made up an excuse of like Oh they they thought the salads Were a starter It didn't make much sense Anyway he forgot the salmon He brought it out later When he delivered He said it's on the house We were totally calm And fine Great And the whole time I was so starving And I don't like to eat Before someone else Gets their food Not because I'm being Which polite. made me hungry
0: Because I'm looking at your food
2: Yeah but I don't like to eat In front of people That are hungry Because when I eat Then they're watching me Eat even more Which is with my eating disorder I don't like when people view, Like analyze what I'm eating And when people Are hungry and they're like you can just eat I go no Because the whole time you're going to be salivating watching me Eat and it's annoying I'd rather salivate with you and look At my food that's not being (laughs) touched so I wrote back to This guy I go Charles you were great thanks So much for being nice about us being hungry And annoyed hunger makes me the worst person So I'm sorry if you sensed a toot Hope to see you again there soon Because I wasn't I was tooted so I Didn't even look at him when he got called over like I was like not in the mood to like be The one to be like his food is late so I Wanted Andrew to hold it handle it so I just like dug In my purse and acted like he wasn't there like I I was being such a cunt, but it was because I was hungry. If I'm in halt, hungry, angry, lonely, or tired, I'm gonna be a bitch. So anytime I'm up being a bitch and I don't know why, I'm hungry, angry, lonely, or tired, or some combination. Let's get to the news.
0: You heard it here first. first. Yeah, you heard it here first. Woo! I hope you had a fantastic weekend. I hope you had a great weekend, I man. Really, a good weekend. I hope you had all the swells. Yeah, there it is. All right, Reese. I
2: did have all the swells. God, what a weekend!
0: Researchers, I like that the music is going. Totally, Did like one horn player?
2: I love it. Reminds <laughs> Re- me of the morning show.
0: Researchers find that cavemen and women had raves by dancing for hours in psychedelic trances while wearing elk teeth on their clothes to act as rattlers.
2: Oh so my now, god, that's so cool!
0: So they would have these teeth on on mm-hmm. for necklaces that would actually that would make be beats for them. It was like the first kind of music. It wasn't even instrument. on purpose.
2: That's really cool. I love this story. God, Noah, you always pick stories, and Andrew, too, I know you pick them as well, that we work together. Totally get to what I want to talk about because I found the best thing over the weekend about... So over the weekend, I um Friday night we went to the baseball game it was so much goddamn fun because we live in a building that has Cardinals players in it I met a Cardinal player in the elevator on Friday I assumed his day he was he had the day off because he was in the elevator just like chilling and he goes I go oh day off and he goes oh no we have a game tonight and I was like oh cool and I knew they were playing the Cincinnati Reds which is where my family's from I didn't have anything to do and then later on I was like dude, Cardinals games, it would be so fun. I was also listening to my ex-boyfriend's radio show that morning and they were talking about the most fun things to do in the summer in St. Louis and one of the hosts said baseball games. And I was like, kind of like, I was like, oh, you get drunk at a game. And then I was like, wait a second, I love baseball games. And then it all came together and um, my parents, I was giving them a staycation because their Greece trip got canceled because they they were supposed to be in Greece right now. And I said, I'll get you... A really nice suite at this new hotel downtown, and then they were going. They were headed downtown to that suite. They were going to go to the casino because I was like, "Go to the casino! I'll give you some cash for it." I just was in a generous mood. Thank you, uh, mood. Thank you, Add medicine. And I, um, then I go, "What's all go to the game?" So Andrew looked up tickets. We got dope seats, and we went to the fucking Cardinals game on Friday. Night. It was so fun. That's all to say that. Then Saturday night, I was in a really sad mood because, um, I just. I had, I, Andrew was going to hang out with his girlfriend. I felt like I didn't have really any friends. I, not any friends, but I just like didn't. Actually, no, that's not the case. Saturday we went to a pool party, had so much fun at this, at the pool party that was at our um, apartment complex, which they have activities for us all the time my dad always makes fun of us because he's been to my apartment enough he's seen the flyers in the elevator he's always mm-hmm. like our uh, is uh the national waffle day are you guys celebrating that on Tuesday because they'll do like donut day you get free donuts uh, sign up to learn how to make a martini class and they do fun events to get to know each other they it's had a like we're party. in like a
0: retired nursing home kind it
2: really of. is and yeah. guess what I need it people <laughs> need these things because we are so socially isolated and I'm
0: ready to jazzercise in the pool we I want to do down it down
2: to the pool <laughs> I would do it we went down the pool to the the pool party andrew had already been to a a mixer when i was out of town still in the caymans he met a couple that he had told me i knew you'd love them. he told me i'd love them sometimes i don't trust him i go yeah 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 i'm sure i will (laughs) i I trust you though i I knew i would it was just like i wasn't like dying to meet this couple you know but we go down to the pool party there's nowhere to sit except this couple is sitting on a place that has like a couple more seats uh, available and he goes that's my couple friend let's go (laughs) talk to them we walk around the pool we sit for three hours with this couple They are my new best friends. Shout out to Marissa and Pat, who live in the building. They are amazing. When they, he's a
0: doctor, he's a he's a uh, he's an orthopedic, orthopedic surgeon. surgeon. He's
2: going to he's he's starting he's starting, he's starting um, at a private practice. She's a
0: nurse for the, like children. Like she wild. is
2: amazing. They're both in there. Th- the thing is, we need to find couples that don't aren't at the kids' stage of their life yet, which they aren't. Yeah, They yeah, Probably yeah. will be soon because they just got married last week. <laughs> but I was like, we need to find younger people to hang out with. She's twenty. I think she's thirty, and he's thirty as well. Thirty-four. Okay, he's thirty-four. She's thirty. Perfect age for us as a forty-one-year-old. Man and a 37 year old woman they are So fun they are so nice I literally told this girl everything About my life that like If she called up someone and like She could ruin my life with the stuff she knows but I trusted her. I um, got her number. We, I have friends in the building. We left that. I was like full of friendship. We talked for three hours. Amazing and I
0: love. I'm just talking UFC the whole time while Nikki's talking like relationship stuff. We're having like it's like we're a couple where it's we like, like break off. Andrew and I off. are a
2: couple that found a couple friend. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And I, we haven't even talked to them. We're going to start
0: walking not, to dinner, yeah. and you're gonna you, the two girls are you're gonna walk in front like ten feet. You totally. know how every couple does. It's that. the
2: greatest thing. You are my husband. That we don't. Like you have a girlfriend It's amazing It's like all I've ever wanted um, So much fun So then after that Andrew left to go hang out With his lady And I was like Still feeling just high Off of making a new friend And I was listening And I decided to I wanted to write a song I was like I've been talking about it a lot I've been talking about it To literally um, A lot of Just my therapy type people That I talk to about Like I have a song in my heart I don't know how to get it out I've been talking about it For months and months and months and I remembered when I was a junior in high school, before long before I wanted to be a comedian or anything to do with comedy, I had Mr. Herrig asked our AP US class, which he would be embarrassed, which I'll, AP Euro class, actually. And he was like, what do you want to be when you grow up? And I had never even considered like what I would say to that. I was always an actress, but obviously in, in high school, I wasn't very good at that. So I didn't want to say that in front of the class. And I really, truly wrote singer-songwriter. He had me stay after class because he was so inspired by it. He gave me Amy Mann CDs and all these different singer-songwriter women CDs. And was Tori like,
0: Amos, maybe?
2: I remember Amy Mann the most and um, uh, Elvis Costello. And he, he was like, you really need to know these people to understand songwriting. And I just felt like, oh, my God. Like I forgot about that moment of like I wanted to be a songwriter. And being a comedian is a lot like being a songwriter, except it's not as sincere. So what I did I googled How to write a song This is Saturday night Six o'clock How to write a song A TED talk came up Noah And this is where I'm getting into The caveman thing A TED talk came up uh, About how to write a song This, this kind of quirky guy That is, is kind of Says kiss stuff sometimes But he's really cute 24 minute long TED talk To a, a bunch of people That are probably Not songwriters In the crowd And he He writes a song With the crowd He's like Anyone can write a song This is how you do it We're gonna write a song Together now And I learned how to write a song. Very simple. And I promised myself, before Andrew left, I go, I, what did I say to you?
0: You're going to write a song before you go to bed. I
2: can't go to sleep tonight until I write a song. I will not allow myself to go to sleep. I also had the rule of I will not go to sleep until I tackle the laundry in my room to fold. Because it's a big pile on my floor. Like literally a, a mountain range of clothing. And I need to write a song. I got both of those done that night.
0: What did you do what first? What did I learn
2: What I learned from the songwriting thing? What did you do first though? I did both at the same time actually. Okay. So, what I learned was that music and this and anyone can write a song you guys because he he asked the audience he goes, "What are why why do we write songs?" And I want you guys to try to guess. Why do we write songs, Noah, Andrew?
0: I mean, either to tell a story or to get an emotion out.
2: Noah. Yeah, I agree with Andrew just to get out a, a I, feeling. I would have said the same thing to emote a feeling, which is a part of it, but you hit it on the head to tell a story. When before we had, you know, recordings, before we had writing, before we learned how to write, before we had learned how to draw in caves, we only, before we had a, uh, we told stories around a campfire and it would you know, we would only learn lessons and for the next generation if we would memorize stories. What's the best way to memorize a story, a lesson?
0: Through a song. A, B, C, D, D, E, F. F.
2: So people put stories and lessons and feelings into songs so that they could pass it along to other generations. And to me, that was so beautiful. It was the same way that cavemen did raves. Like, we they needed to We wanted this thing That we all do now That has No matter with Technological advances We still enjoy Raves Right Listening to music And But it all stems from the fact That we want to be We want to be happy And stories pass along f- messages and lessons that will improve life and make life better or express an emotion that will help you get through the emotion that might be hard for you so when I looked at it that way I was like okay what's an emotion I have this doesn't have to be perfect the first joke I wrote was garbage it was like when Siskel and Ebert get into a fight over if a movie is good or not do they thumb wrestle like it was literally that like it was just like oh it's good and that wasn't my first joke but it was one of my first things of like intentionally writing a joke That doesn't define me as a comedian. You always think that like someone's going to ask me, what's the first joke you wrote? And if it's not good, people will know I'm not Chappelle. Well, I ain't Chappelle. And I bet Chappelle wrote a shitty joke at first. And I bet most people wrote shitty songs that you love. I bet Taylor Swift's first song was shit. So... I wrote a goddamn song. It was very easy. And all I did was fin- follow the TED Talk. And I'll leave you to go watch that TED Talk. It will be the easiest thing to find. Just type in TED Talk, how to write a song. And, and I wrote a song. I wrote two songs, actually, this weekend. F- something that I've been putting off my entire life. No joke, because I'm t- it's too vulnerable. I might be bad at it. I did it. I was bad at it. But it is easy. And I also want to say that it put me in a really do, sad but mood because I had to access feelings that I didn't mm-hmm. know that were there. And it made me so sad. It was such a great way to feel my feelings. I sobbed yesterday because I just, why did it make you sad though? Because like you I, said
0: that you emoted a lot, but like what exactly?
2: Because or, I, I don't know what it was because I'm it? so out of touch with my feelings and I don't understand them. And I push them down when they come up because I just feel so ridiculous that when I let myself think about the, like I was writing a love song kind of thing of like, uh, like just processing some feelings about uh, a, a romance. And I think just trying to write those lyrics and put the feelings into words brought the lyrics to the surface where the cry was like up here in my throat. Yeah. And I just was like on the phone with someone. And I go, listen, I really need to cry. And I don't want to do it on the phone with you, even though she was like, oh, you can cry to me. I was like, I just really want to do it when I get off the phone. And I hung up the phone. And then I did a podcast to the person that I was wanted to talk to that I can't talk to. I did a fake podcast where I just... It's like writing a letter to someone, you know, and I just cried through the podcast and it only took five minutes. And then afterwards I was like, I'm good. And it was like, it was crying so good. It's such a release. And I never let myself do it. Next story.
0: I mean, jokes, when you write a joke, so much of that emotion, you try to, you try to throw it down you try to make fun of it so it doesn't hurt
2: but you've written songs before you wrote alligator boy and like i'm jealous that you wrote out Al- i think that's why i make fun of alligator boy because you actually took the chance to write a song that well, i actually like
0: yeah but i should add a couple verses which i have Yeah, done you can a and bit. a bridge and a bridge and
2: then jump off it because that song sucks
0: man you that da- well that's a ted talk
2: no i do love that song
0: Sounds man, the roller coaster in that sense. I
2: know, I really put you through it. I want you to write a song about how I judged you for alligator boy. Next story. Next story.
0: Okay. Ryan Reynolds (laughs) was inspired by his three daughters to speak openly about his own mental health struggles.
2: Yeah, I saw this. I saw him put out a thing.
0: Yeah, he put out a thing about how he has anxiety and how he's an overworker and uh when I felt the absolute bottom, it's usually been because I felt like I was alone in something I was feeling. The actor said that when you talk about these things, it feels set others free. It will help set others free. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um,
2: Interesting to see a guy like Ryan Reynolds who has a beautiful wife, Blake Lively. He's always so funny. He always plays characters that are so lighthearted. For him to admit that uh, it just it makes me so sad when I see people that I'm like, you could be free of this if you only knew how, if you only felt about yourself the way others think about you. But that could be said for everyone. And I don't know if it makes me feel better or worse that Ryan Reynolds struggles because to me, if Ryan Reynolds is struggling, it makes me feel so sad for anyone that doesn't have as many accomplishments as him because we're, it just makes me sad for humanity. Like, he doesn't need to struggle. Like, I want him to find the path to not feeling like we need him to work all the time and, and like, because it's there and and I think that there's something about posting about it and saying that you struggle, but there's also something about saying like, here's what I did to not accept that that has to be the way it is. Like, I don't think we have to accept, of course we can accept feeling less than and feeling tired and feeling, you know, pulled in all these directions, yep. but we don't have to accept that as like the way life is. Like we can just, we can do things that don't make us feel that way. And that's what I'm wa- want to find.
0: I feel like, uh, I found it kind of comical though, that, like that he had to like. I do it for my daughter. It's like that bit that I've been working on about like you can't be vulnerable as a man without an excuse and like it and goes
2: children by. always give you the excuse because like,
0: of, of my daughters i can admit that i have and like i feel like the next step is no just for you ryan it's just for you bud like you can just admit it yeah people like,
2: without daughters can't go i i cried um the i'm doing other day. this for
0: my son spike
2: listen whatever gives you an excuse to do it but you're yes, absolutely you're right, right you're andrew right. because there are people out there that are like maybe guys out there that doesn't have kids or a wife and he's like, I want to dress up in a tea party hat, and like, because you have the joke about guys dressing in like little, like, is that the one you have? Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah, yeah. The one about you gotta, that you have to blame. He blames his daughter. Like the toughest guy I know can only be soft if. He has his daughter as a scapegoat.
2: Like sports,
0: so he dresses. People up, yeah. always having
2: their children on the like next to them when they're doing the reporting. Suddenly, it like they can cry.
0: Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Oh, there's so much love there. I could That'd finally. That'd be so
2: fucked up if they only had kids and a wife, so that they could like finally cry. Which I'm sure happens. Of like, I yeah. want to just be more vulnerable, so I'm gonna let in this like feminine energy. When really, it's there for you at all times. It is. All you have to do is put in a fucking tampon, you pussy. <laughs> And why you cry? And then, then, you, cry. Yeah, and then I, you put out a little. Oh, Ryan ran under. So sad, is the pressure too much? No, I, think, I, uh, yeah, I, I You know, I would see so Ryan sexy.
0: all the time because I, when I walk dogs mm-hmm. for you, I also had one other client who was this rich real estate guy who had two toy poodles. Uh, he was so OCD about his dogs. He would make me, dude. He wanted his dog to drink out of the same. Bowl, right? But he didn't want me to give the dog too much water, mm-hmm. so he goes fill it up half. And I go, well, why don't you just grab the smaller bowl? He's like, well, he likes that bowl, right? Like that's kind of the idea. But it's of these it's
2: his control, not the dog's. <laughs> yeah, yeah, nothing to do with the them. dog. Oh,
0: uh, remember, I came, I was taking a shit, and I heard him talking to his toy poodles.
2: No, Being like, hey, I a And
0: I, to poodles, no. being like, hey, I was taking a shit, and I came out, and he's like, Yep, yeah, well, all right, sorry, yep, sorry, oh, so that oh, bowl oh, seems good. <laughs> Um, but anyways, Ryan Reynolds and Blake Lively lived in this building, mm-hmm. and so did Jake Gyllenhaal, Justin Timberlake, and Any Jessica Biel. The spill? weekend, uh, yeah. Give I me have,
2: the one thing that's not going to get you in trouble that you can tell us about uh, celebrities that might blow the lid off of something. Can ooh, I give you a hint?
0: The Blake Lively story.
2: No, um, the the paparazzi.
0: Oh yes, the weekend lived there uh, for a while, and Hadid. They were in the same. Uh, I think it's Gigi. Gigi. Maybe it's
2: Bella. Maybe it's, it's Bella. Gigi's uh, married to Zane. Okay.
0: They called the paparazzi on themselves. This is happens apparently How a do you lot. Know they I never saw. I know. I'll tell you. I was in the lo- I was in the lobby and I see them waiting together, holding hands, looking out the door, waiting for the paparazzi to to, to get, get in the there. perfect spot to take a photo before of them. they came out. And so- it was just so organized. So and and I was like. Man I should maybe Get involved in this And so when just they Walked none. down I Ooh, was in yeah. the I'm in the background In on
2: I think it's still On your Instagram Unless you took it down No no Some I, kind of weird Feverish like no, uh, I kept Wiping my Instagram So you can see A- Andrew in the background Of The weekend And Bella Hadid's <laughs> shot but Looking then,
0: like uh, it Fucking It just proves Bigfoot. that
2: Celebrities even when They're like no Paparazzi no They've called them And it's all set up So just don't Unless uh, Honestly unless It's Princess Diana It's pretty much that uh, Or Britney Back in the day They're all They all Set it up And they all Thrive on the paparazzi To exist Even myself
0: And what I got From Blake Lively though And I think Ryan m- Might feel alone Because she's a little
2: Woo woo What do know? you mean
0: I mean Like for an example One of the stories Was is She brought This is
2: a, all anecdotal
0: Anecdotal Do you know what Allegedly that means? Yeah Yeah uh, On the roof They were supposed to Build like a, a um, Whatchamacallit Like a, a gate Or whatever So you can't fall mm-hmm. Whatever A, a fence and she was showing that it was not safe by using her own kids, by showing how they could fall off.
2: Okay, I have support all this.
0: But by bringing the kid up and showing yeah, the kid I would do close that. to the leg. I would do that. You wouldn't use your own kid well, if to, it's show, supposed to be,
2: If it's definitely a safe. You could just
0: tell them without using your own kid. No, I think That's you bring up the kid wild. and you go
2: look at exactly how this could happen. I don't think it's wild at all. I support Blake and the nose job that made her career uh, take a, a, a different turn. Um, it did Her nose job changed a
0: lot But I like that you like Have to defend her In this situation I, but I To just I almost feel like It's like a contrarian I'm like, not contrarian
2: I, I swear to god That story I if, would do the same I thing If I used
0: Luigi And I held him out On, on the roof and i'm
2: out like 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 yeah the kids were
0: like a foot away from like like she was using them on the ledge i
2: swear to god i would do the same thing because if it's safe enough you would go okay so it's safe for me to bring this up here but here's how it could for marion okay so then use
0: a dummy don't use your actual kid who
2: has a dummy of their kid laying around (laughs)
0: let's
2: get to why do i care even though i feel like we're already in it Why do I care? Why do I care if you're new is our celebrity news segment. Sometimes celebrity news will be in the, the before it, but most of the time it's a celebrity news story that's like, wh- how, why do I care? And I, I try to find some reason why I care.
0: All right. When asked about her new season of The Bachelorette, Katie Thurston reveals that she did have sex in the fantasy suites.
2: Okay. She told
0: reporters, so you heard it here first. We oh. all know it happens, but no one's talking about okay.
2: it. Okay. Katie Thurston is um, the woman that showed up to Matt James's Bachelor season with a vibrant uh, right out of the gate She was carrying a vibrator And she said You know I'm gonna need this And it was like a, a joke thing And she she at one point started She kind of ganged up On other girls at one point But she is one of the two Bachelorettes uh, le- Leading into tonight's um, Opener I, If you've never watched The Bachelor Or Bachelorette before And you're a listener to the show Stop stop it Just stop trying to be cool Just I said it in the um, <laughs> I could This was where the could was In my MTV monologue That they took out when guys say, I've never seen an episode of The Bachelor or Bachelorette, ke. Wow, are you a doctor? Are you a science rocket <laughs> scientist doctor? Keh. It does what it says about you is that you're scared to like something that's a little bit. Gay, but you can blame right? your Are you daughter. you scared to be gay? You can blame your daughter. It's not gay. It's actually entertaining as fuck. And it's really fun to watch with other people. I might invite Marissa and uh, Pat over tonight to watch the premiere. I'm doing Caitlin Bristow's podcast, Off the Vine, tomorrow, where we're going to recap it. So if you want to hear a recap of The Bachelorette tonight but um, and, on ABC. Me and
0: Pat aren't going to watch. We're going to lay in bed and watch UFC together, yeah. like real men. And
2: hug the whole time so that yeah. you don't have to punch each other. That's the thing I learned about. And we'll
0: both be the little spoons.
2: Um, that's but why yeah. I care, is that... Uh, so the. Ba- she had sex in the fantasy suite something to look forward to that means that uh this bitch uh, got some got dicked down in the fantasy suite which is when you the which is the, the final stage of the bachelor series which has already been shot um at this point and that is the night before it's pretty much the weekend before they decide who they're gonna pick it's down to two guys and she slept with one of them at least one of them
0: that's kind of what the bachelor does though i feel like it, keeps it uh it's it's um, we're watching the morning show right now, the TV show. Mm-hmm. I feel like the Bachelor doesn't oh, doesn't let it get that dirty. Like they like to keep it on the surface because they yes. know middle America. They don't want to talk about you know doing anal in the shower or whatever. Like yeah. they don't. And
2: that's wa- why I'm very excited about a new show that I <laughs> might be hosting coming out. This summer oh boy Can't tell you anything But hopefully this week It gets announced Um, Flavor
0: flavor. Let's
2: get to Top one Bottom one It's our Monday morning uh, Afternoon Night segment Whenever you listen To the podcast Top one Bottom one We take a category We list our top One of this category And bottom one It's pretty much uh, Most favorite And least favorite But we say top one Bottom one Uh, We go around the horn Noah included Producer Noah Who is in Arizona Just got uh, approved To purchase a house Down there In uh, Tucson. Uh, Arizona, <laughs> and um, but today's uh, subject category. Is it
0: Tucson, or was that on purpose? Tucson.
2: Oh. I say Tucson as a joke.
0: Oh, that's. What it I'm should talking.
2: be that. That's how my dad says it too. Yeah, your Tucson. dad's right. I love yeah, your dad, well, I and wouldn't. I still <laughs> use the brush that your dad gave me. Your By dad, way. her dad Aww. gave you a brush. I still use that brush. It's a. Gr- I don't know how your dad. Hairbrush. Yeah, hairbrush uh it was by moroccan oil you guys gave yeah. you gave me a basket of moroccan oil stuff which is yeah. great products I, did your dad work for moroccan oil yes okay i
0: bought them th- yesterday dude moroccan that's, oil. no way i
2: should swear have, I should have texted me dude i need a new brush the round brush he gave me was amazing and i use it all the time but i have to um what i do girls this is a, a cool yeah. hack for your round brushes if you get too much hair in it which mine gets so much hair in it Almost immediately, and the bristles are so hard on that thing that they can sometimes hurt my hangnails that I've been picking at, and like puncture them and make them bleed if I'm trying to get the hair out. Does anyone know what I'm talking about? Yes, you do. I do. Okay, so it can make my like I just picked my nail yesterday because I was having anxiety, and it's like an open wound. And if I were to clean out my brush right now, it would stab it and make it bleed again and give me a whole ring of issues. So what I do now is I use uh, scissors that I use to cut my brows, like a tiny scissors or any scissors, and I cut through. One of the tre- tracks Of uh. the brush Cutting all the hair Which feels very gratifying Because you cut through the hair And then you can peel it off Very gently You cut four times Like quadrants And then it comes off Very easily And you don't have to And then you make a ball So that's what I do with And, and I've been using Your dad's brush For like f- three years now um, Great brush So Top one <laughs> Bottom one Speaking of Things. Wait, Noah. What's the category?
0: <laughs>
3: the
2: category is things in our bathroom. Okay, so things currently in our bathroom. Top one, bottom one. We're always going to start with bottom one. Noah, kick us off. What's the bottom one thing in your bathroom?
3: Okay, the bottom one thing in my bathroom that I hate looking at <laughs> is this two hundred dollar microdermabrasion wand that I bought. That totally
2: doesn't work. Two hundred dollar microdermabrasion wand.
3: Yeah, so it, it like sucks your skin. Oh yeah. It's, I don't like. I don't want to see the company because I'm not very happy
2: with it. And right? You don't, don't want backlash because maybe you're just doing. Yeah, but it I is, want people is, to not buy this.
0: It is interesting though. Like the more you pay and a thing doesn't work, the, the anger you. Oh get.
3: yeah,
2: because Fires you invest can't throw it out. It's yeah. a whole box with. It's uh, a kid. It's here just just we go. If it was
0: five dollars, can would you I hate bu- it? can
2: I buy it from you and you send it to my mom? My mom will love it and not use it, but she'll just <laughs> love having something expensive. Like, it has my skin cells on she it She don't cur. She like sure. buys everything From Goodwill's <laughs> So uh, sure. I did read though The other night on Reddit It was a, qu- a question In Ask Women And it said What Instagram What have you bought On Instagram That you deeply regret And then there was one That was what have you Bought on Instagram That you are so excited about I'll do that for Reddit Dump tomorrow Because I saved it There's so many good products okay. I want to tell girls about And bad ones to avoid But one of them was The uh, the ones that suck The dirt out of your pores There was like It, it has that function It's That's bullshit Yes mm. If that works Girls, we'd all have one. It doesn't work. And I want to say, and I think I was targeted mm-hmm. because I've been looking for <laughs> microdermabrasion
3: course. around Tuxin and I just like everything is like med spa, med spa. I just want like a regular facial. Yeah. And I think because I was searching for it, I was targeted. Yeah. I was like, oh, this is. If I could someone just do it knows myself. of a
2: nice facial place that isn't a med spa that Noah can go to and get a nice med- oh, microdermabrasion, please. please let her know. Uh, Noah injection, N O A injection, is her uh, Instagram, and you can DM her that, or you can write into the show at Nikki the Nikki Glazer Podcast podcast at gmail.com or you can leave us a voice memo at the link in our instagram bio and by the way our our instagram is private so anything we post there is only for fans that have like requested access so that's just for you guys besties okay that is a great answer noah bottom uh, object in your bathroom andrew Hmm. oh were you not ready i'll go yeah you go okay my bottom one i have it with me um (laughs) in my uh fanny pack i grabbed a couple objects so that i could talk about them well let me see the one that i brought that was bottom because i have a couple tops oh shit okay oh no i brought all tops fuck okay so (laughs) i'll say the bottom one is because i brought all tops uh, and i'm only going to do one even though the other day i'd said one object from main room and i did four corners but it led to fun so the i i make the rules and i can break the rules but the number one thing i hate in my bathroom right now is oh fuck why didn't i why did i grab all things i liked this doesn't even make goddamn sense I was just so, okay, can I do one that I changed my mind on? Okay, this one's good, actually. I hated this at first. (laughs) So my nephew and niece came over to my place probably a month ago uh, with my Uh, sister and brother-in-law and they always like to take a bath when they're over to get ready for bed so they can stay a little bit longer and the kids can just like take a bath I have no toys in my bathroom they went in the bath and took a bath quicker than the showers I take which I literally take 90 second showers it was so fast and I go what happened and my brother-in-law Matt said there's no toys in there they were like picking up your razor and being like toy and they were like there's not a hammerhead shark with sharp teeth and they're like it was dangerous. So they left. And in my bathroom, are they left all their baby clothes. Because the, they changed the new clothes. And then he forgot to take the old clothes. So I've just had baby clothes in my bathroom that I moved all the clothes. <laughs> but it just made me feel like I... I don't know. Maybe I'm a dark person. It made me feel like I because kids don't live here that they like, I had murdered kids and like they left like their, I don't know what it is, but it made me feel like a serial killer that had like these little artifacts of kids that were once here. I hated it and I literally kept having this thought, I couldn't even pick them up and get them out of the room because I was like, it's just too, I don't know what to do with them. This weekend I washed the clothes because I was like, I'll just be a nice aunt, I'll give them back washed, right? But then there's a barrette that my little um, niece had, a cute little pink barrette, that is so cute and it does nothing. It's like an inch long and it looks like, like it's a little barrette and it was sitting in my bathtub and I felt like it was like I felt that lovely bones like scariness of like I read a lot about kidnappings. I think a lot about kidnappings and terrible things that happen to children. I don't know why because nothing happened to me and I don't have any dreams of doing anything to kids other than loving them in a very responsible way. But it made me think that I had murdered a child, a tiny child, and that this was like my artifact. And it was in my bathroom for so long and I didn't want to touch it. I didn't want to do anything with it. And then I was like, what are you thinking? Why does this cause you so much consternation every time you see it? Nikki, why don't you just embrace it and be like, and keep it pinned up on the side of a rat? Like, so now every time I go in, it's pinned up and I go, it reminds me of Poppy and her cute little hair and it's not a sad thing and it's not a creepy thing. And so it went from being the thing I hate the most because it makes me feel like a serial killer Uh of children, which I don't even understand. I don't know why I'm admitting this to you all. But now it's my favorite thing because. It's just a cute little beret that like makes me think of Poppy, who is just the the light of my life. Okay, that's my bottom thing. Andrew, what's your bottom thing?
0: But is that your top thing?
2: What was a bottom thing that became a top. I make the rules
0: all day. Uh, so um, I Do don't know. It's so hard because quick? no, I'm I just as guys, we don't have as many but different you know, things. He probably but, has
3: nothing
2: in his bathroom. You know, that's the thing. You no, know, he has so much stuff.
0: Noah, there's so much stuff. You know what I hate, but I love what. I love fucking wet wipes, but I, I did not know that you can't flush them down the toilet. Okay, you hate... And I fucking hate that you can't flush them down I the bet toilet. I you still do why because you certain- don't have
2: a trash bin in your room or your bathroom, so I know but they why, get flushed. But, I know they get flushed. Can
0: I finish? But why are some things flushable like toilet paper, and because, then a wet wipe is the same babe, size.
2: No, it's, it's not about the size. It's about what it's made out of. So you got it. I, got, I just bought so trash why they bins make for wet wipes
0: that you I can, just bought
2: a trash bin for you because I don't want you flushing those anymore. I don't because, even use them anymore. Okay, so that's a great thing. If you flush wet wipes, just know you're a bad person that's doing something bad for the world when you really could just hold on to it. I know it's gross and has poop on it. Hold on to it. Walk out of the bathroom and find a trash bin and wrap something around it so that it's just goes in the trash. It's the least you can do for the environment. But the can they make the wet wipes
0: that, why don't they make a toilet paper wet wipe? And they I got know it huh? If
2: anyone knows yeah. of it, please write to Andrew. andrew T. I I think they have a biodegradable one. It's there just we go. not as thick. Okay. It's just not as thick okay. as a regular baby wipe. Um, or we can get a, a bidet for you. Well, if you have
0: a biodegradable wet wipes, that's out that's a great one. If you're one, a Andrew. company, please. Flip. I do
2: hate that as well. I don't. I when I see wet wipes and then there's no trash bin in a boys' bathroom, I go what the f-? or a girls, I get really mad because I just know that's not. Same with a tampon, uh, cartridges, girls or pads. Don't flush stuff. It really is like this. I know that it's so easy to just do it, or it's the example that I, I set an example for my. This is years ago before I would like wanted to be a better person. I started feeling really bad about every time I went to a public restroom and you do the paper towels or whatever and you throw it and there's, let's say there's, it's a, it's a trashy night out at a bar and there's paper towels everywhere on the floor. Right. And like toilet paper and like you drop a piece of toilet paper or, you know, you're pulling it off and a a part falls on the ground that isn't used, you know, a little piece or you, you, the trash bins overflowed and you kind of throw it and it falls out and falls on the floor and you go, who cares? I'm going to leave it because there's already shit on the floor. Just pick it up. I made a rule for myself, almost like break your mother's back, step on a crack. That if I t- ever leave a piece of paper on a public restroom toilet floor or any toilet floor where I'm not cleaning it myself, that I that that will be bad karma for me. It will come back in some way because it's the least you can do, and it just makes you feel good that like, you don't contribute and you're not careless and think that because some woman who probably doesn't have the greatest life, has to bend over, is going to have to bend over yeah. or reach in a direction. Maybe she's already picking up trash, but she's going to have to reach a little bit further to pick up your little trash. So save her that time and just create a rule for yourself that it's the smallest rule. And maybe you can t- teach me other rules you have like this that make you like superstitious. But I've created a superstitious rule around never, ever letting a piece of toilet paper or paper touch the ground in a public restroom. And I've probably kept this for about eight years now where I do not litter in ba- bathrooms anymore and sometimes it's gross and you have to touch the bathroom floor to pick it up but better me than a woman who didn't do it in the first place. Yeah, I who's think who is getting paid minimum wage.
0: It is wild to me that some of these people they go into a public bathroom and they treat it like they're mad at like everyone in their life. They so are. Let me piss on the wall. They are. Let me Piss on the top. It's funny like you say that because day. they
2: are. Yeah, they That's are. That's where it's coming That's out where,
0: of. I know, but why, if they like and themselves, and they, themselves and they with liked it. their
2: life, they wouldn't do that. And they, had, if they had respect for themselves, yeah. they would have respect for the person who has to pick that up. It's, it, and but it's, it's very one, hard to do. It's the
0: one place where they don't. They know they'll get no repercussions. There's no
2: cameras. There's no yeah. no accountability. <laughs> so it really is a good thing to do because it's making you accountable to yourself or to God or whatever might be watching you in that background Bathroom.
0: and it's a, it's get a to the top
2: thing no what's your top thing in a bathroom
0: tumbleweeds
2: uh, tumbleweeds yeah i don't know what that means but sure
0: meaning like one person starts this
2: and then it creates a, yeah, a, a, an environment person, where oh i can throw it now too yes, so exactly uh if you do if this if you are someone who has done this before because i was someone as an adult who was throwing paper on the ground for a while and then because it just seemed like everyone else does why not If you adopt this Let me know And see if, if it changes The way you think About the world A little bit Because I think It might help No I'm not perfect By the way So don't ever think That I'm proselytizing I don't know What I'm doing Noah What's your top thing? I want to say, wait, before I go to my top one,
3: I want to say I am a person who does that. Like, I'll just pick up garbage in the street. And there's something that I really like about, like, if someone sees me, they probably think, oh, this ordinary woman is crazy. Yes. And then I just, like, I just like picking up, like, if I see a receipt floating around or something
2: at yes. the top, like, near the taco truck, I just pick it up
3: i just put it in the car it's i so love easy. that
2: i love if it's a clean piece of trash because the thing is think of how many pieces of trash you haven't picked up in your life even as a kid when you were less mm-hmm. aware of the world even if you're if fucking greta Th- greta i don't her last name is hart from thurnberg Thurken? she probably has contributed to, the, to trash as a baby that she didn't know i still remember a piece of gum wrapper that flew out the window when i was four years old out of our van and i remember being like Where is that going to go? What bird is going to choke on it? And having that awareness. And I still, to this day, I, I picked up trash when I was in Cayman Islands on the beach, which I really recommend because although it seems like you aren't even making a dent in the world in terms of how much trash is in the ocean and truly you're not, what it does do The best thing about trash on the beach is that it's all clean from the ocean. So you're never, I picked up trash for an hour. The grossest stuff went after everything. Not once did I pick up the thing and go, ew, because it's all clean from the salt water. So it's actually the best place to pick up trash is that you'll never get something that's rotted or soggy or making like smells because it's all washed. So I recommend trash cleanup anytime. And just, and if someone thinks you're like a weird homeless person because you're picking up trash, cuh them Because you're cooler than them Because you have um, You don't care So no
3: What's your top thing In your bathroom Okay So the top thing In my bathroom oh, Is God. I had to bring A hairbrush And it's filled With my hair Yes It's called um, I just brush. bought it A month ago It's called a wet brush Yes And I like it better Than the bristles Because the bristles Make my hair look
2: Like poof Goofy? Oh, like and bristles like on the one brushed. your dad, like the round brush like that. So yes. why is
0: it a wet brush? Does the water go through the brush?
2: Um, I had no idea why it's called, it's called a wet, a wet brush. brush because it's a really great brush to use through your hair when you're detangling. There's many wet brushes. I've been using wet brush for a while. It is a, a yeah. brush that is very soft and uh, will not tangle your hair as much. And it's called the wet brush. And I think pretty much every woman uh, has probably seen these or heard about these. I don't want to say every woman. And if you haven't and you have tangly hair it's a really gentle brush on your hair and uh, what a great product to uh, showcase. I love that you got one and it's a pretty pink color. (laughs) It's glittery. So cute. Um, Okay. My number one thing, and I have three things in here and it's, I'm reluctant to show you which ones um, is wait. I had this, this, and then the clip, but I thought I, Oh, I have. Okay. Let me see which one. Okay. So from one of our sponsors, unique vintage i would i got to pick out a couple things from there which by the way everything i picked out fits perfectly get so much compliments on i didn't really want new clothes because i am on this thing of like i don't i only want secondhand but i picked out unique vintage because they make vintage styles in new stuff and and they were a sponsor and they um i was like okay i'll pick out some stuff i picked out this choker that has a heart on it okay Arr. and it is not something I'd wear out because it doesn't match many things I have. Uh, maybe I would put it with, I almost wore it for my birthday with my Taylor Swift shirt and my like badass outfit I put together. But I sometimes, I this is in my bathroom. I don't know why it was in my bathroom, but it was, so it counted. I sometimes wear this when I masturbate because it's like bondagey. It's hot. It like, it chokes me a little <laughs> bit. So it looks like almost like, it has a heart on it. So it's like love. And I am now starting to dress up for myself uh, sexually so that I can make myself like sometimes I'm wearing underwear that I'm like, this isn't that hot. I try to dress up the way I would if I was hooking up with a guy sometimes when I really get into myself. And the other night I felt ridiculous and I feel ridiculous admitting this in front of Andrew and <laughs> you Noah this. and my room and my listeners and the dog. not as much the listeners because you guys are just like not here. And if I run into you on the street in the central west end of St. Louis, I will be embarrassed that you know this about me. But I like kinky stuff. I like bondage, not for every sexual encounter I have, but I'm entering into it by wearing a what I would say is like a collar. Like I realize, like I want to be kind of like a slave sometimes, a like a doggy, like a doggy, like to like good girl. You know, there's no, that's it, not a coincidence that when Carla Forster had a joke. That I like I haven't bought from her But she gave it to me where I, I like When guys say good girl so much that when I heard A guy say it to his dog after she shit I like got wet and um, And I realized like the way that dogs get talked To sometimes and there is porn where girls act like Dogs I do not like that porn don't recommend That to me but I like being an aunt Like a, a like I have to do what you Say but you're nice to me And uh, this collar With a heart on it From Unique Vintage Thank you As you didn't know You were a sex supply store But you are And thank you also For the jumper Uh, Sure
0: Do you Do you um,
2: I've only worn it once By the way And I've masturbated Probably like 10 times Since then Okay. Since the one time I wore it Well
0: I'm just wondering Are you in the moment like are you horned up and then you throw it on or is it a whole setup that you
2: know like for instance the other night i was trying to write that song and i decided to clean my room and um by the way i i to, to get me to do anything that i'm scared of i i can do it if i film it better and this is not about the porn thing this is not but the songwriting thing i decided to just like record myself trying to write a song and talk about it talk my way through it and so i might turn it into like a youtube video someday of just like this is my first attempt at writing a vulnerable song it's so embarrassing so i filmed myself cleaning my room as i was working out the beats of the song and while i was cleaning my room i a song came on i was listening to songs that reminded me of the song i was writing and that's what i said in the video but then another song came on after that kind of got me horned up because it was a song that someone had put on a playlist for me that made me think about having sex with that person. And I just started getting horny. I would hung up a poster of Taylor Swift on my wall with tape, like a teenager. And I was kind of horn. And then I, I did a thing where I like kissed the poster, but I knew I was being filmed by myself, but I like kissed the poster. That wasn't why I got horny, but I was just like, my room was like lit in a way. I was like, alone for the night. I knew that like maybe I was, oh, and I was trying to fit the rug under. I put the rug that was in here underneath Wait, did my you
0: bed. you kiss this? No,
2: I was doing oh, it as a joke oh, for the camera. Oh, okay. Because okay. I knew that it looked like a moment. I forgot the camera was on me, but I wanted to make, if I ever do anything with it, I want people watching Fair it like to think like. Bo thing. Burnham-ish. Yeah, it was, it, honestly, I was inspired by Bo yeah. Burnham. I realized that later on. So I was in there. The reason that I got horny is that I was putting the rug underneath my bed and I got so my bed is very heavy because it's a really sturdy frame made during the declaration of independence yes. and I was, was lifting different. one end to put the rug under and then I would go to the other end and pull it up and, and I was doing it all by myself and I was saying I don't need a fucking man I was saying it to myself I was like joking but I was like I am doing something that is so laborious for a, a gentle woman to do and I was like if I had a boyfriend this would be so much easier or if I Andrew were here it'd be easier but uh, I didn't and then I was like thinking about like what if I just like called up a, uh, a guy to like come over and be like, can you help me with this rug? And then like, we ended up banging. It's kind yeah, of like presented a porn idea idea of yeah. like, that's a way to get a guy in your room. And then it just, then I got it uh, horny and I didn't put on the necklace at night, but that what I, I did put on a nice pair of underwear and bra and almost, I can't even get it. I, I'll get into what I almost did later. Cause it was wild. You it's, put
0: a gown on?
2: No, it was wild, but I can't say it I mean, yet because I haven't done it. Oh. Once I do it, because I almost did it, but I just couldn't do it. But I am a sexual deviant. I just want to say that as if no one knew that. But I like, as long as I'm not hurting myself or other people, I, I'm going to let myself, uh, you know, nurture the things that I am drawn to, which is this uh, necklace. Andrew, what's the top thing in your bed? You're going to get bathroom. some
0: hackers out there trying to get into your shit. What do you mean? Like, Cause you're like, I video. Oh no, I didn't video.
2: I would never video myself doing anything sexual oh. uh, at this point, unless it was with like a, a partner or I was being paid a lot or I had a, it worked out. So it leaked <laughs> accidentally cause I wanted to save my career.
0: Uh, my, my favorite thing. I mean, I've talked about it, uh, recticare, oh, which yes. is, uh, which I always put on before I jerk off. You know that. Yes. Uh, cause it really puts me in the mood. No, recticare changed my life. Uh, I, I am a man that has a horrible asshole, as many people know. I've had uh, anal fissure and I've had hemorrhoids, but the fissure especially crying every night, taking a shit, thinking preparation H didn't work, nothing worked. I was literally crying every night. It's the worst pain on earth. And recticare literally saved my life. Like literally like saved me from depression because it numbs your butt and it allows you to live another day. And now anytime my butt hurts after I eat spicy food and, you know, hard chips, I take down some Recticare. I don't take it down. I put it on <laughs> and uh, it really does. It changed my life. And uh, and thank you, Recticare, for being over the counter, too. Because if I had to get a prescription, I'm too lazy and I probably would never get it and I would just live with the pain.
2: Um. I love that you discovered this thing that has brought you so much relief for this chronic issue and I love how I bet so many people have gotten turned on to to this and have no idea that there's just a, a simple solution to your pain. I
0: had no idea that this was like a I just saw it at CVS I like stumbled on it like <sighs> it, literally I, was, I bet uh, yeah because I was hurting so bad I was walking on all fours. Well
2: it, it's a similar thing to when you had um, scabies and you just were like dealing with this immense firing pain like this is like 20 years ago but you went to the doctor you finally cracked and went to the doctor after a a hilarious story when you had to pretend like you had a rash on your hand because the doctor was too hot and you didn't want to tell the nurse was too hot the nurse was too hot so he made up another illness even though he was there to get his scabies taken care of so he, he made up another illness on the spot didn't get treated for the scabies but then finally got treated for the scabies it was a balm they gave you right
0: it was just a cream who
2: told you to put the balm on
0: a doctor did, did someone
2: tell you, you put the bomb on i didn't tell you put the bomb on he you put, put the, the bomb on? on do you know what that's from
0: yeah larry david
2: Sein, well yeah seinfeld, seinfeld yeah. I didn't tell, you know you don't know what's in a bomb <laughs> jackie childs his uh his lawyer the uh,
0: glove don't fit yeah he put guy. a he yeah. put a
2: bomb well he's he's after the glove don't fit guy but he um he puts a bomb on uh Kramer puts a balm on a burn that is about to secure him like millions of dollars because he got burned by a coffee company because he put coffee in his pants because he was trying to sneak it into a movie theater. A mocha latte. And, uh, and all of a sudden, his, his burn disappears and they're going in to get a settlement from the coffee company and Jackie Childs is like, Kramer, who told you to put the balm on? You don't put a balm on. He goes, a doctor told me. And he was like, did I did just give you a balm. You don't know what's in a balm. It was hilarious. So the fact that you just needed one balm and the itching went away immediately for like this thing you been suffering literally within an with hour. For months.
0: Scabies, if, scabies is... Within an hour. Literally the... To- the second worst thing That could happen to you
2: I would love to hear From our listeners About things like this That they suffered with forever Oh my god And They're then probably happen- you, yeah. you have one thing And all of a sudden It goes away And you go Why did it take me so long To do that And I think it could Help other people
0: I think Mark Norman Dealt with something similar But he had a yeast infection Like a male oh, yeast infection yeah. And he just kept Putting it off Yep You just put things off Because we're afraid Of the doctor Because yeah. we're afraid What we're gonna find out But that's the place yep. You should be the most calm
2: Final thought the other day i my elbow has been doing this weird thing where i f- at first I felt like someone's gently touching me on the elbow to be like, "Hey, I'm um, over here, you know, and it just feels like the the gentlest touch on my elbow and then I realized after a while it was not someone it kept happening it was just like a a tingle on my elbow on the skin almost like someone t- outside touching yeah. me and there's nothing on there there's like a little patch of dry skin, but it's not that then it started to feel like a like a Like almost like a little like a an inchworm. An inch no, a spasm's different. I have those all the time. This felt like an inchworm crawling, like a very delicate, like, you know, like a spider web touch of on my elbow. And then it felt like maybe it was underneath the skin. There was something wiggling, and I I would just and then I would acknowledge it and rub it and it kinda go away. And I'd kind of want it to come back, and then it would a couple hours later. And I told Andrew about this, because it's been happening for weeks and weeks now. And he said, you, that you maybe you go to the doctor. And I said, absolutely not. Because I know of a skin disease called Morgellons. I don't know if you've ever heard of it. Um, but it, I am fascinated by it. My mom will not allow me to talk about the skin disease. I told her about it once and she can't handle it because she understands that so many things are mental and that if you start thinking about having something, you can actually give it to yourself. And I know that people don't want to hear that and they want to think that their pain is from a thing that happened to them. I didn't, I'm not choosing it, but even if the pain is in your brain, you're still not choosing it. It's the same. You can still get the same sympathy from me. Maybe not from your dad, but from me, everyone gets the same sympathy, whether or not you have, as someone with anorexia that got judged for like, why don't you just eat? And I didn't know why I couldn't eat, but I just couldn't. Uh, I've lived on the side of having something that I am, everyone thinks I'm doing to myself, but I know that if, if it were my choice, I would eat. I just can't. So I understand that mental illness are not something you choose. And I finally accepted that, even though it took me many years. So for me, I have empathy for anyone going through something that's like mental and it's pain that is from their brain and that they're imagining it and doctors can't find anything on scans. I will have the same sympathy for you if a doctor found a, a tumor. Same. Whereas a lot of people don't get that. But what I realized, Morgellons is a disease and if this is triggering, turn it off because I don't want anyone, if if you hear about disease and then you start to have it, let's not go there. That's, this is, you don't need to listen. But it's a disease that um, they think is linked to Lyme disease, which is a whole other thing, which is a government, uh, it, which is a cover up. People have Lyme disease. So many people have Lyme disease. Anytime you see a headline that says blank and blanks, like a celebrities mystery illness, finally... Discovered was Lyme It's always Lyme disease Anytime someone is like I have chronic pain No doctors know what it is I have a chronic thing Headaches or uh, fibromyalgia All these things that like People can't really put a a, a Like a name for It's Lyme It's always fucking Lyme And Lyme is uh, I don't want to get into it Because I don't want to like Be mysteriously killed In the middle of the night By uh, you know I'm serious Like I think it's a huge cover up I have a friend who suffers with Lyme And can get no Doctors to treat her because it is such a expensive illness to treat and so mysterious that insurance companies won't cover it. And so they act like Lyme is curable in 30 days and it's not. It stays with you and does really weird fucking things. Justin Bieber has it. Yeah. And people that have, they think that ALS is a form of advanced Lyme. They think that Alzheimer's might be a form of advanced Lyme. They think that um, Parkinson's, uh, fibromyalgia, all these things uh, that come up and people go, I have this pain throughout my body. You might have been bit by a tick and not seen the ring and not treated it. And even if you did treat it, it could stay in you. There's different forms of it. I don't know any of the science behind it, but I just know this. So here's the thing. Morgellons might be a form of Lyme. I watched this documentary on, I think it was Amazon Prime called Skin Deep. And it's about women and men who suffer with Morgellons. And it's so sad because they, they have these lesions on their skin that open wounds that have fibers in them like weird little pieces of like under a microscope it looks like hairs and like blue hairs that your body does not make and people go it's from a sweater it got stuck in your skin and it's like I don't own a sweater with and then they put the fabric under all these tests and it's not a man-made fabric no one knows what the fuck it is and it's fucking lime but these people are ostracized from their community and their family because they have these itchy skin problem that it just get, it rapidly gets worse And no one believes them It's so tragic uh, Joni Mitchell has it Of um, other people um, And it feels like they have insects in their skin It's terrible My mom literally can't hear me talk about it I feel like this could be A little bit of that in my elbow And that's not to say So let's say that I got bit by a t- lime tick Early on and I have it I do believe that even if you have something You can mentally not go there and stop it in its tracks because i have stopped a cold sore before in its tracks i have stopped back pain in its tracks before that led it so i couldn't put on a shirt by just mentally going nope we're not going there yes i have a little inchworm that sometimes crawls on my elbow i'm not going to the doctor i'm not going to give it life and, and i'm not going to give it i'm not going to yeah. give it the power that i'm going to make an appointment and focus on it if it gets to the point where it's I, my life is unmanageable, I'll get help. But right now, when it's just once in a while, I feel an inchworm on my elbow, it makes me check in with myself and go, maybe something's trying to tell you something. I think of it now as like a ghost being like, "Hey, Nikki, I'm right here, your friend that uh, died a couple of years ago. Like, I just want to tap you on the shoulder and be like, I'm here." Like, I think of it as like a, f- a ghost friend tapping me on the shoulder because it doesn't hurt.
0: I know, but I I I agree and I disagree. I I I. I, I had numbness in my hands i have had um mm-hmm. like my whole side of my body go numb before i've had uh, spasms like crazy i've had weird itching like like things and then i would just ignore them and a lot of it was mental mm-hmm. of course but then like when i finally did go to a doctor and found out like eliminating things does help if it though. is if
2: it is changing your life my This is not at a point where I would ever go to the doctor because it's not hurting my life. I literally I know, just go, to, oh, David to, is talking to me. But to
0: think that it's the start of Magellans or whatever. But it's not
2: the... St- it, it, that's what I could go to, and that's what I could... Because it does But it sound- sounds
0: like you are going there already without but, going
2: there you i know see but even saying? if i'm going there let's even if i have it i think that i could stop it in its tracks because i'm not blaming someone that can't stop it in his tracks and goes oh my god nikki you think you have control over morgellons or cancer or anything in your body you don't i tend to believe i do because if my mind can get to a place where i go thank you for i stop <laughs> the fact that i stopped a cold sore in its tracks when it was already at the point where it was going headed to a blister and the everything i read online said this is the if you've had cold sores before you know the point where of point of no return you know what i'm talking about the fact that i was able to meditate and say thank you for coming i acknowledge you but you you already made i, I know you're a sign of me being stressed and i'm going to meditate and get you away and it was able to go away i think i have Mind control over things And by saying mind control I also mean I have no control Because no one has a control Over anything that they do But I believe That going to the doctor Before it's inconveniencing my life Would be giving it more power Than it deserves
0: uh, I'll but the only problem with that is a lot of cancers, they start with little symptoms. Like I believe little that. things. Yeah. And whether you think you can stop it or not, genetically, you you can't. I know. And a lot of people die just like Steve Jobs thinking he could stop his cancer yes. by eating plums or whatever yeah. the hell he did. Yes. But
2: I don't think that I would do that because I feel like if cancer was killing me, I would try to do the like if it was actually physically making my life hell.
0: My thing is is like I think like if you if have I felt something- a lump in
2: my boob and it didn't hurt I would do something about it because yes. there's enough thing but if I felt a lump in my if I felt a a tickle in my boob that somehow like
0: I was in your room. I try to, yeah.
2: listen, I try yeah. to listen to my body and go: Is this necessary or not? Of course. And a little inchworm feeling, phantom inchworm on my elbow, not enough. Dad. I've
0: been the king of overreacting, asking my dad, do- my dad to feel my balls be- because he's, you know, a good-looking man. And yeah. He's a, yeah, yeah, no, but he's a doctor. Same joke. And, uh, and you know, I thought maybe I have testicular cancer because my balls were, you know, bigger than I even imagined. And uh, and he felt my balls like reluctantly, and and I've I've gone through the Of like overreacting. That being said, if something does feel very awkward, that isn't it, it could getting something or. Early and figuring it out. Is oh, how by many far stories the have you thing, heard of? Like, I
2: went in for this thing that I didn't even want to yes. get checked on, and then it turns out they found eighteen tumors in my gallbladder that I wouldn't have even known about. Yes, and one of so our friends is an
0: orthopedist who's who's
2: our new best friend is an orthopedic surgeon who
0: does shoulder and elbow. And you could ask him over about my
2: phantom. Be like, what is this over here? I'm not going to until it starts to hurt my <laughs> life. Gonna and him. I, if, if, I'm if, going if,
0: to pretend I have and it. If you have
2: a phantom inchworm, let me know what you did about it. But I, right now, I'm not going to do anything. Thank you so much for listening today. We have a full week of shows. This is one of my favorite podcasts for me I feel really good uh, yeah, Going into great. the week We have a lot more to cover this week um, And we're going to have so much fun I'm in town Usually I'm like leaving town I have to go somewhere I'm in it we're again
0: chillin'. We're chilling Chilling like McGowan
2: Luigi <laughs> Chilling like Christopher Columbus Alright guys uh, Thanks for listening to the show Whether it was your first time Second time Or you know I don't know What is this number? 53 was that right 40 something okay well thanks for listening you guys and uh write into us and we'll read your listener mail on thursday
1: Uh, 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 (laughs) jackpot jackpot (laughs) looking for hair removal tools that not only deliver smooth results but also empower you with a sense of complete control
0: Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote.
2: Looking for some amazing TV to stream? Indulge yourself with the hits on Hulu you can't miss. Dive in with Barney, Ted, Robin, and the gang on How I Met Your Mother. All nine seasons are now streaming on Hulu. Then you can move to Modern Family, Shit's Creek, and My Wife and Kids. We are talking every single episode of every season of these shows. We're talking huge hits. Streaming on Hulu whenever you're in the mood. Now we're talking.